0: I'm not going to preach, but I'm going to give you two words. I do need to feel unctioned to share this. Can you put up the scripture? Matthew 3, uh, I believe 11 through 17, something like that. Now, uh, when, we were, uh, when we were sort of pushed to host this uh, baptism revival, because some of the pastors, are like, we are all excited. Let's do this together. And at the end, they said, can you host it? Okay, we have no pool or nothing. So we, anyway, so I knew immediately this could be a big issue because all around the, all, all around the world, every church, no matter what denomination you are, the, everybody's view of baptism is very similar. You get baptized only once because you believe in Jesus Christ, become a Christian. So baptism, about where people are already baptized, saved, being baptized, could be a huge issue for a lot of people. And we knew, and so, anyhow, it may still be, but I really believe that this is, I'll say something, I'm not a scholar, and I'm not, I don't think I'm really a prophet either, but I I want to say something. I believe God is doing something. God is re-energizing, re-breathing His life into understanding of baptism as it ought to be. Let me just begin to give... I want to share a little bit. I, I'm going to probably take time in the next few weeks to expound a little bit. I want you to look at this verse, right? Matthew chapter 3, verse 11 through 7. When this, this is when Jesus gets baptized. And this is when the John the Baptist says, I baptize you with water for repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I. Whose sanders I am unworthy to carry Talking about Jesus, Messiah is coming. He will baptize you with Holy Spirit and fire. Look at the next verse. And his winnowing fog is in his hands, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into barn, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Now, I'm not going to expand, I'm just giving you one thought here. Verse 12, it says, some of this Jesus coming to baptize Holy Spirit and fire will do two things. One separ- one thing, separating the wheat and the chaff. Those who are in God, those who are not in God. Go to the next verse. Look at this. And then, then Jesus came from Galilee to Jordan to John to be baptized by him. Look at the next verse. And John would have prevented him saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? John says, you don't, I, cannot, I shouldn't be baptizing you because you don't need to be baptized. I should be baptized by you because John's baptism was baptism of repentance unto forgiveness. Jesus said no sin. He didn't need to be baptized. And baptism, if Jesus, if baptism is being united with God. Jesus is always united with God himself. He doesn't need to be baptized. So therefore, John the baptizer says, I need to be baptized by you. But do you, and, and, will, and, and, and Jesus says, and, and Jesus says, go on. Next verse. Jesus answered him, let it, be, let it be so now. So thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. See, after Jesus said, you know what? I understand. But let it be just for the sake of righteousness. And John the baptizer baptized Jesus. Look at the next verse. And when Jesus was baptized by John the baptizer by water, immediately he went out from the water. You don't see Jesus being manifesting, do you? You don't see Jesus falling down, do you? No. It does, never say Jesus manifested anything. I'm not saying anything yes or no about it, but what I'm saying is, and behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming on rest on him. Next verse. And, and behold, a voice from heaven said, this is my beloved son with whom I'm well pleased. You see, you know, if you look at the Bible, Jesus never baptized anyone with water. He never did. John the Baptist, every, every gospel says he will baptize your Holy Spirit and fire. Not the water baptism, but somehow over the years in the church, we equated baptism as if this is what Jesus came to do. No, Jesus didn't baptism to baptize people in water. The real baptism that Jesus is giving is Holy Spirit baptism. What does Holy Spirit baptism look like? It looks like many different things. But mainly it means that you, Holy Spirit comes on you, lives in you. And Holy Spirit, and, and it strengthens you to live the life God wants you to live. So the, the, what I'm getting at is, and I, we, we have many people issues, you know, because, you know, somehow water baptism is important. Yes. It tells about how I trust in God. I'm dead to sin. I'm, I'm not alive to God, God and I'm united with Christ. Therefore, I get baptized. Yes, that's right and correct. But. The baptism Jesus Christ came to gave was Holy Spirit coming in you and living in you, empowering you. That's real baptism. If, you, if you're baptized in our church, you know I always explain to this. Baptism is important, but real baptism is Holy Spirit baptism. So that's what this baptism revival was about. Yes, we need to be, we believe in Christ, we are united with Christ. What a baptism signifies that. The issue is, are, you, are we baptized with what Jesus came to give? Are, you, are we filled with the Spirit of God? Do I have the Spirit of God in me? That is the, really the issue that we've been asking. You should be asking, you know what? I haven't been man- mentioning that in our church that much. If I'm really following what Jesus, but, but what God says, I should be having every Sunday. Do you believe in Christ Jesus? And are you baptized in the Spirit of God? I should be asking that. But I, I haven't been doing that. Only person, only person, all the people I baptized, only person who actually, I saw Holy Spirit touching them and I baptized in the cold water. You know, you know, when we get baptized in the Chesapeake water, right? I mean, I remember one time, it snowed the day before. I, I go in, no, no, no swimming suit, nothing. Just pants, no, in you know, a wetsuit, suit, unlike some fake pastor, who have to wear a waiter. anyway, and, <laughs> and, yeah, and I remember only one person who was in the, when I baptized her, she was manifesting in the water and we have to quickly take her out. She's only one person. But the thing is, real baptism has to be not only water, yes, but am I filled with the Spirit of God that my life is transformed, that I live for God, I love God more, I love people more, that I want to follow God? That's real baptism. Amen? Because water don't do nothing. I need to be washed over and over every day, maybe more than once a day. But I need to be filled with the Spirit of God, Holy Spirit of God living in me. That's what this baptism revival is about. And when when that happens, God was doing all kinds of other things as well. Amen. Now, Now, I don't have more time to go on. I'm going to stop right here. One of these will explain more. Amen? I need to say one thing and... This will be, hopefully won't take that long. Uh, if you have time, I don't know whether we have audio of the sermon, the sermon uh, on Wednesday or Thursday, but I know we live streamed it on Facebook. And, and actually the quality of the live stream was, you know, sometimes a little dark, but the, the voice is really clear. I listened to it about three times over. There's something the Pastor Todd shared on Wednesday. He talked about their, how they, what the church really experienced the power got God coming upon them. He talked about how about a year before that really revival broke out and God came into one classroom they were teaching. For 30 minutes, God's presence was in the place. And then after that 30 minutes, it just disappeared, went, went away. And, said, and he said, when I looked back, he said, God was doing three things. God was coming in to check whether, I wrote it down somewhere. First, uh, we came to see, evaluating, God came, God was sort of evaluating the environment. Are you, is this place ready? And secondly, it was taking a temperature of the people, are the people ready? Third, God was coming and checking to see whether you have capacity to carry God's presence. Now, I I don't have time to explain a whole lot more, but it really struck me. It struck me. Because there are times in my personal life and even in our church when God really visited in powerful ways. You know, and, and even even this week, I, I love all God was doing, but for me, not enough. And not enough. I feel like God was just visiting to see, are you ready? Are the people ready? Do you have a capacity to carry with God's presence? Really, you know, I... I, I now, there are so many times, I can mention, mention many times. One of the first times I felt God's weighty presence come was 1991 in January. Pastor Mimi was in college, group, freshman in college. We went to retreat here in winter. And it, was, it snowed a lot. And the and, and we, we, we first time in my life was snowed in for the retreat. And, and that retreat, speaker was Pastor David Choi, who is now pastor in New Jersey and he spoke a very long, boring message, two hours long, hours long. Everybody <laughs> fell asleep. Literally like that. But at the last minute, about like 10 minutes of his message, he began to share tender story about his struggle with holiness, how he was a, a, a medical, first year medical student, but yet also inter-varsity staff. But yet he was having relationship with Girl, more than they should. I mean, and a pastor sharing this kind of thing, and you know, and like 20, 28 years ago, you know, what, what if the words goes out and, and, and what will people say? But he he's talking to you about holiness before God. When I mean, everything was done, people were like, and then everybody woke up. I mean, he just prayed a simple prayer and sat down. And I knew God came into, there was a I felt God come into the room. I've never felt heaviness come in. God honored his t- tender sharing, honest sharing there. God t- I didn't know how to explain. I would never seen anything like this came. People did. And, and we felt something in there. I said, you know what? Take your shoes off. God is here. Everybody began to cry on the floor and begin to cry and pray. I said, God is here. To take your shoes. Let's pray. And everybody's praying. He missed the one guy, I've never seen this before, one guy began to laugh like crazy. If you know him, you know this is a miracle. This is the guy who, when he was young, he had cancer. And, you know, and, and, and they took many, many places so that he can be healed. by somehow, about four or five years later, I think he was cancer-free. But he became a very apathetic, cynical guy. No feelings whatsoever kind of guy. But that guy was laughing like crazy. I didn't know anything about holy laughter, but that was happening right in front of us. Why I mentioned it? Because I felt God, literally, presence came in our midst. I don't know what to do with it. It lifted and away. We didn't know what to do with it. We talked about those beautiful days, but that's it. But I, for me, this three, two days was amazing. A lot of people sacrificed, worked for this to work. If if it's going to be be more than an event, it will be a place where we begin to see God more. And that has to be more than just an event. We want God to come. What does it look like? I don't know what it looks like. But what I want is I want God to come. I want God to come and make everything alive in us. In our work will change. Our home will change. Our lives will change. Even sick will be healed. I want God to come. That's what revival is. And the thing is, I don't care what people, 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 people say. People may not understand. When people, it's the first time in a book, except to, to people didn't understand. People say, they must be crazy. They're drunk in the morning. People don't, it's okay. People don't understand. Oh, I, I want to be, I want to see God. I want to know God. I want to know him more. I want want God to come and change my life, change my family, change my society, change my church, and life in us. Amen? So that when Pastor Todd, they were leaving, he said, you know, I I need to come back. The question is up to you. The thing is, is this going to be an event that we did? We did a good job. yay. Or is it a place where God, God, we want to see, we are seeking You more and more. We want to see more of You in our life. What is it? The question that we are asking. The question about being charismatic. None of the, It's just about: Are we going to seek God more? Do I want God more? And I, for one, I want more God. Uh, uh, I said so many last things. I need to say one more thing. Very short thing. I noticed, realized yesterday and today, I remember like earlier days, even 1991, I knew, other people didn't know, but I knew when God comes. I knew those, I knew when God shows up, I knew. But somehow the last few years, somehow I don't, I not know when, I don't feel as much as God's presence coming. I see what God, when God touches people, but I don't feel as much as God's presence coming. I was always, I already always knew in my life, many, many years, hey, God is here. I knew God was here when God comes. But somehow, somewhere, I don't know what happened, but I don't always sense that God is here in our midst. God, you need, to, you need that again. Not that I want to manifest. I want to know. I used to know. You already gave me understanding when you are here in our midst. Amen? I want God to come. I owe it for my children. I owe it for my neighbors who need God. I owe it for those who are in need of God's touch. For me to seek God. Whatever, the, whatever it costs. If I need to stay up at 6 in the morning to pump the water out every week, so be it. If that's what it takes for me to invite God to come be ready. If I need to be in the cold water whole day, five days in a row, So be it. I'll have a restaurant. Anyhow, let's watch that. God is good. Amen. After the we're gonna sing last praise. After that, I'm not gonna pray for anyone, but if you are saying, God, I need more of you, God I want you to come in our church that is you, I want to invite you to come in front and cry out to God. God, we want you to come more in our midst.